0: Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the break that every busy woman deserves. So, uh, for those of you who are watching on the replay, um, we just listened to a beautiful uh, musical meditation, if you will. And it is in the email where you got this link. And so I strongly suggest that you hit pause here and then have a listen to that uh, before we get going today. It uh, was very grounding and beautiful. And I'm I'm super grateful for Melanie for having shared this song with us and us having the opportunity to listen to it together. So the lyrics will also be there for you, for you to to, to read and, and enjoy um, a beautiful reminder to follow the sun. So thank you, and uh, with that, I'd like to introduce um, my guest today, Melanie Coulter, who, as I mentioned in my email this morning, I have known for a very long time, um, and due to the magic of of Facebook and uh, the interweb, uh, we have had the opportunity to reconnect and, and do some fun things together. I joined in a vision board workshop, and, and I've had the pleasure of um, experiencing and enjoying, uh, the work that you're doing now, Melanie. So I will leave it to you to introduce yourself. Maybe just tell us a little bit about you and, and then I will ask you a little few more questions about uh well-balanced life. So welcome.
1: Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm uh, every day as much as I can. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I started, um, basically just a Facebook page and a blog post. Like I did so much learning. I've never done anything like that in my life. I still have so much to learn and it's been a journey, but we're trying. Um, So I have two birth children and we adopted Gracie, um, when she was about two years old. So I have wanted to adopt since I was 12. I had a friend whose parents actually split up. One had adopted two children from overseas, and uh, mom adopted another son. And I just thought that was the most amazing thing. So that was my goal um, since I was 12 years old. And fortunately, my husband was open to the idea. <laughs> so um, we ended up learning that there were a lot of children in care here in our own country. So the idea of going going overseas stopped um after i had my second child uh we had called children's aid to kind of start the process and it it was years to wait for a um a home study to be completed so we um decided to do that privately we had our home study done within the 4 month period uh we were finished in august and got the phone call in october uh about great so it was pretty quick but it was also a special needs adoption so that's why things happened a lot faster than they normally would um, you're supposed to take some classes and stuff too, before you actually get placed with a child, um, where it was kind of backwards for us. Gracie came to our life and then we took the classes and, and went from there. So Gracie has, she wasn't walking or talking. We didn't know if she ever would. Um, and she has exceeded every expectation we possibly could have had. So, um, she doesn't stop talking. She's moving around all the time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's wonderful. And you wouldn't know it, but so she's diagnosed with autism, um, alcohol-related neurological disorder, M.I.D., ADHD combined, and anxiety. I think that's, yeah, I think that's it. So, um, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't really know it if you saw her um she's adorable she has a heart of gold anyone that's seen the videos knows her personality so yeah so we decided actually when we had gone through the adoption though our adoption worker had sent my name to other people who were adopting or had children with special needs in foster care so that we could connect with them and kind of help them out um through whatever struggles they were dealing with so I just thought you know what why not do a blog where I can put everything there if know you're going for a diagnosis um, especially of autism or whatever you can just kind of click on whatever link in the resources section that fits your family and just kind of go from there and then if they had questions they could email me and and we would connect that way so it's kind of how it started (laughs) (laughs) and did you
0: did a lot of people connect with you through that i mean it makes sense to be Packaging it up and being like, okay, everybody sort of asked the same question. So here's some basic information. Um,
1: did a lot of people reach out to you through that? And it, it was interesting. They didn't actually reach out to me through the blog or through email, but I was connecting with people in person nonstop. And then I was able to say, oh, well, I have this web page. There you go. <laughs> To the point where I feel like I should maybe get some business cards just to say, not, not a business, but a card that has the website to say, here you go. Yeah. Um, so it was really interesting how it just, I was amazed. I mean, people had been in touch with me, you know, through our adoption worker or through friends or just people that I knew um, who had children that have special needs. And um, But after that, I was just meeting so many different strangers, you know, at the kids' school or on the street or – I don't it just, it was meant to be that we connected in some way. And then I was able to say, here you go. So, no, it's been good. I think um, the videos have helped a lot of people too. I, I'm not a very tech person. And so life is very busy. You know, I work full time and have three teenagers and all three are dealing with their own stuff that they need help, you know, with some guidance there. So when things don't work, when it's not easy, the technical aspect of it, we just kind of we haven't done many videos in a while, so, yeah. So
0: so tell us a little bit more about what, I mean, I've seen the videos and I've seen some of Grace's stuff and it's just like heart burst. It's awesome. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about um, what Well-Balanced Life is, why you created it um, as it is and, and, and kind of what, what do you guys do in those videos and what do you share and, and a little bit maybe about why why you both feel... It needs to be out in the world.
1: Um, well, the well-balanced life started, be- I mean, let's be honest. What is balance, right? Like I, I ended up finding um, a quote. So I follow this yoga girl, Rachel Brayton. I don't know if many of you have heard of her, but she has this quote, and that's actually why I named it Well-Balanced Life. So if you don't mind, I'd like to read that to you just oh, because it's – Yeah. So balance is the key in everything you do. Dance all night long and practice yoga the next day. Drink wine, but don't forget your green juice. Eat chocolate when your heart wants it and kale salad when your body needs it. Wear high heels on Saturday and walk barefoot on Sunday. Live high and low. Move and stay still. Embrace all sides of who you are. Be brave, bold, spontaneous, and loud. And let that complement your abilities to find silence, patience, modesty, and peace. Aim for balance. Make your own rules and follow your own path and don't let anybody tell you how to live according to theirs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so that's awesome (laughs) i know i love it So that's why why we um kind of came up with that name and yeah so right now gracie and i will just do some videos on certain topics um we do have a youtube channel that has a few of those videos that we started and have stopped but hopefully we'll get back into it um it started off where I was the one just kind of talking to parents and now that Gracie is amazing at communicating and is so brilliant with some of the things that come out of her mouth it just floors me with how she can explain why she's feeling a certain way or the challenges that she faces. And so I talked to her one day because even with the blog, I was struggling with what to write because it's not just, it's not about me. It's about her and her siblings. And I didn't think it was fair to be like, I want to be as honest as I possibly can. I mean, it's not all, you know, sunshine and roses, but I also didn't want to embarrass her by sharing certain aspects of things that she used to do and how far she's come. So I just sat down with Grace and we had a little chat and we talked about how, you know, this isn't something she has to do, but I think it would help a lot of other families out there. And she agreed. She thought it was a good idea. She's always wanted to be a YouTuber. So I thought this was a good compromise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, um,
1: And I was shocked actually at how shy she was behind the camera because she is like, so outgoing and <laughs> loves to be videotaped and loves the attention like when we have family gatherings she gets out her guitar and she makes up these songs on the spot that are hilarious like we are all in tears dying um so i was really surprised at how shy she was but um both of us it's out of our comfort zone i guess doing it that way and together we're we're you know, making these videos, and she was really, really happy to see the positive response, and it made her feel really good to help other people, oh, that's so, cool. so that's, that's kind of what it is, so with Well Balanced Life, I have a blog, uh, wellbalancedlife.ca, and then the Facebook page, um, which I have a an Instagram account, but I haven't actually figured out how to attach <laughs> what we do in one area, and it just kind of goes on, right, I think, you know <laughs> what I mean, Maybe if you're up sometime, you can help me oh. with that, I'm sitting here going,
0: oh, I can help you with that. I can help you with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm literally at home right now. So yeah,
1: yeah. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, Facebook, YouTube channel, and then the blog. And then anybody can just email me at Rogers.com. That's the idea. If you can't find what you need on the blog, just send me an email, because every child is different, right? Mm-hmm. And every household is different. So it's really hard to give advice in general, you know, to the public when you're dealing with something very specific to your own lives. So
0: absolutely. And I wanted to say that. So being an observer of the videos and your posts and you're so, you're so open and kind and transparent, like I'm not, I don't have a clue what I'm doing, but here you go. (laughs) And if you see it in a variety of places, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) like, okay. And, um, and the beauty that, uh, you're able to capture in those videos with Grace and because it's sh- because she is so very good at explaining what is happening I just I, I I too have listened to her going oh okay cool like when she was talking about that interview that she did at McDonald's and that and everything that went along with that I was like it's just like I feel like connected to her and to and and I'm learning a lot because of again how bo- how you guys are both really authentic through this, and I think that lends itself to why your human connections are way more about how people are, um, you know, asking questions and 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 gaining information from you is because really, whether it's um, it doesn't really matter what it is, people go with who they know, like and trust, and so even if they did see your stuff, they are still going to go look for. Melanie in real life. And, and because we are a community where everybody kind of knows someone who knows someone, it's not Mm -hmm. surprising that it's like, oh, I know her and yeah, you can, this is, and then so on and so forth. So that makes complete sense to me. Um, And again, just so, such a powerful way that you guys are, are sharing your, your knowledge. Um, What is it that, what else, like, what do you do? I know, you're in the education world. Uh, So for those individuals who are like, okay, so she's a mom of a a special needs child. um, But what else do you bring to the table that puts you in a position to be able to answer a lot of these questions, knowing
1: that every child is unique? Yeah. Um, Well, I am an educational assistant, and I've been one for up and on for almost 20 years now. Wow. Maybe, maybe more. (laughs) I worked at the Ontario Earlier Center and I've worked as an EA. Those were my three main, main gigs. Um, but honestly, I probably learned more information on how to teach her um, because of her. Because as a parent, I know when you first get a diagnosis, at least for us and I've heard from other parents, you get this diagnosis, you get a few pamphlets handed to you and you're kind of on your own. Like we left, we left the doctor's office and we're like, well, what do we do now? Really, you know, it's like getting a diagnosis of some illness and then you're kind of left on your own to figure it out. So as parents, we read and read and read so much, go to workshops, go to conferences, like as much information as we can possibly get. That's what we end up doing. And, and then you burn out <laughs> and you read some hard books for a while <laughs> where you know it's a happy ending. And uh, <laughs> And you don't have to think very much. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I did have some experience with special needs, obviously. But autism, to be honest, um, you know, 16 years ago, it wasn't as well known as it is now. I worked with one student as respite uh, before we knew Grace and I think one one student in a school um, where now there's usually about a handful of kids diagnosed with autism in each school that I've been to. So yeah, things have changed. but Learned over the years. And then now I'm actually, I've taken a leave from my job. This is kind of bizarre. So I've, the board approved a leave from April until October, and I'm going to be a crisis worker at uh, the hospital at GBGH in the ER there. So um, that starts April 1st. (laughs) I've been off work for now, which has been kind of nice to have some time at home before jumping into that. But now I get to jump into this fearful you know, I'll be working at the hospital and then have to worry about bringing that home to the kids and and my parents who live with us too. So, right, yeah. So ups and up and down emotions about that right now, but. And what would you say,
0: I mean, going through this, obviously every day is new and every day brings with it its own challenges in and of itself. Um, but what would you say is some of the biggest stuff you guys are going through? Uh, it could be with Grace or as a family. I mean, I know what that's like. You have sort of extended people in your home and it's not just managing Mm -hmm. you. Um, Mm -hmm. what, yeah, what would you say is, is really challenging you right now?
1: Right now? Um, well talking about disappointment, um, Deanna had mentioned that she watched, Mel Robbins this morning and I did too and it was on disappointment um you know Gracie had and you had mentioned Gracie's interview for McDonald's she was so she did such a great job at that interview and I'm sure she had the job like the you know the owner had said it was amazing and she just had to call her references and she even told me to come in on the Monday to get the orientation package so Gracie could do the orientation on Wednesday the whole bit right so she's dealing with that disappointment Um, my daughter's turning, my oldest daughter's turning 19 on April 4th. So she's not going to have that big party. Um, my son's always been pretty quiet. He's more of an introvert. So this is okay with him. He's kind (laughs) of cool with that. Um, my husband, he's had to go, um, still work. He's a, an OPP officer in Midland. And so we're always kind of, Just worried every time he steps foot in the house of, you know, make sure you take your shoes off at the door and go straight to the shower and he changes before he leaves work into other clothes and, you know, just those little things that you have to think about all the time. Um, But what's sitting with me right now is I saw a post from a friend who has a son diagnosed with autism as well. And she had, I don't know why I didn't think of this before, I had talked to my husband about preparing the kids. I don't know how much. I mean, I, minor teenagers, like I said, so they're getting a lot of this on social media as well. And we've been very open about it. And the unknown, like especially for Gracie, not knowing when she can go back to school has been so hard for her, um, not having that schedule. But the unknown, um, I just said to my husband the other day that I feel like I should be teaching the kids how to meditate. It's something that I've thought about for a while. But even if one of us were to get sick, if they know how to meditate, Hopefully it will, you know, learn to calm yourself and not panic and, you know, all those things. Like, how much do we tell the kids? And then the post that I saw last night, um, which has been very upsetting for me to think about, was if one of them gets sick and they're in the hospital on their own. I'm going to start crying now. Um, especially for Grace. It would be really hard for her to understand why nobody can be there. Um, you know, hopefully nothing, hopefully it doesn't hit the family, but you just never know, right? So how much do you prepare them? Um, do I mention that to them too? Do I prepare her that, you know, if one of us were to get sick, we probably won't be able to have someone that, you know, like we can use technology, we can FaceTime, you know, if, if whoever it is that's in there is well enough. But, um, you know, this mom just said her son would not understand at all. So when I think of my community, you know, my fellow autism mamas and um, that would be really, really hard for them. Their kids would have no idea what's going on. I mean, they're in a a room with people full of, you know, gowns and masks and, um, you know, not that I wanted to make this a real negative (laughs) down thing. That's where we're, that's what we're feeling right now. And you know what? I, I
0: appreciate that. I saw, I don't know if it was the same post. It, it looked like a meme almost that I saw that a nurse friend of mine had shared. And it was more about, you know, asking people to stay home and really putting things into perspective. But you know, if your kid, if your child got sick, they would be gone and and they would be there without you. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and very much in my house. And so I'm, I have wrapped myself up in a bubble and mm-hmm. I'm, I get it and I'm, I'm not going anywhere but then it was that, right? And um, in it that it's an excellent question And how, you know, how do we manage the unknown without layering it with fear? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think this is a challenge for all moms in every capacity uh, it, at different times in our lives. You know, it, without we want to be preparing our children for all kinds of things, and I'm very much like the you know, if you're standing on the chair and I have told you to get down and you won't listen, I'll kick the chair. Like that's me. So, you know, this, that's not the way I think I'm going to be teaching this particular lesson. Um, and I I think it's maybe a conversation that needs to be explored within ourselves and, and, and further about, because we're all going to try to figure it out and we're all going to fall on our faces and we're all going to do it a different way. And there will be no right way. right? Because as you said, all children are unique. And so, and everybody experiences things differently. And it also depends on how they see us, right? Like I remember telling my daughter one day, you know, I said, honey, I'm mommy's doing the best I can. I'm not perfect. And she lost her mind. She's like, don't you talk about my mommy that way? My Uh mom is perfect. And I was like, Oh, but here I am trying to make her not a perfectionist. Cause you know, that's my <laughs> thing. Right? So I'm like, let's get rid of that word. And, oh. and then, but how we don't, we don't know how they're experiencing the world and what their model of the world is. And, 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 and we all are again, just doing the best we can. And so I think I appreciate that you share that because I think it's something that, and not to be scary, but it, but in community, it is it is something that maybe we want to be thinking about it. It maybe it and to extend to our partners and to extend to our parents and to you know. Um, so at the same time, I saw a post uh, from a friend who said that she saw some elderly people on the street and they were like, "I got my flu shot. What are you talking about? Everything's fine," because they don't they're not on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. They're not watching the news necessarily, potentially. And, and if they are perhaps, they're just not appreciating A woman called my mother-in-law yesterday and said, can you come to my house and give me a haircut? And she said, no, Are you ca- I, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, my cleaning lady comes in and so-and-so comes in. Why can't you come in? And she's like, no. And of course my mother-in-law is, is, the most outspoken person I've ever met on the planet. And she laid into this 81 year old woman and, and the woman's like, you sound angry. She's like, fucking right. I'm angry. Like you, this is, this is so serious stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, but it, I think it's a reminder that even in our bubbles, there's still a lot of, uh, not unknowns but there as much as we'd like to control there's still so much that's that's out of our control so again thank Mm -hmm. you for that and i i know there's no answer like there's no like we have decided and here we are then 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 that's it and and it will end there (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, well
1: i think this goes along with um you had asked me to share my thoughts on the whole homeschooling schedule sort of thing of the day and I know a lot of our kiddos uh, with well-balanced life, schedule, routine, that's very, very important for them. But the only thing that we schedule is our meal times. Breakfast is at this time, well, if they wake up, she's actually sleeping in now, but breakfast, <laughs> snack, dinner, snack. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, at least there's some consistency, there's some sort of routine. And then in between, we just we are going with the flow not everybody can do that some people even parents might feel like they need a schedule and that's okay um but I think it's important to be a little fluid with that and know that you know this might go over this time and whatnot and honestly the whole homeschooling piece I really feel that if you're just reading with your children you know playing games doing chores, learning how to tie your shoes, listening skills, all those things are so much more important than the academics right now. Right. We have so many kids that are in the school with mental health issues now. It is unbelievable how much that has just skyrocketed. And some don't have food. Like on a daily basis, we're feeding children. I'm helping a child, um, wash himself and change into clean clothes and to start the day um and i really don't know how they learn in a day when they're dealing with all this other stuff at home right. and really if their mental health isn't in a calm state it's really really hard to learn and we don't know what i mean our kids hear us talk i mean gracie too has the supersonic hearing so <laughs> probably she's then, but um <laughs> you know they hear you talk even when you think that they're not listening yeah they're all listening. I know. And so, and just the feelings that we have, the energy that we give off, I feel that they're, they're sensing that. And who knows what they're understanding and what they're not understanding and what their fears are. And maybe they don't have fears at the moment. And that's wonderful. I think if you can keep your home as calm as possible and do things that they will remember forever, you know, the family time that you get together, that's more important than the academics right now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I've said for a long time. I mean, as far as 21st century skills go, which is you know the what everything is moving towards, content is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think about like Waldorf school of learning. Like I, a child says, "I'm really interested in apples." Great, I can cover every t- every subject on the planet and only talk about apples. Exactly. And so, my daughter right now is really interested in directing a play. So I'm super grateful. I know actors on this call and directors who are my friends. would be like. Let's ask them questions. Let's go talk yeah. to these people and then let's make sets. And let's, you know, and I, I said to my brother today, I'm like, if I do nothing except talk about into the woods with this girl for four months, I'm, I'm happy because that whole idea of teaching, mm-hmm. right, I, I needed, I need flow, I need um, rhythm and I need structure, yes uh but i'm not gonna lesson plan it's it's not gonna happen now for the moms that can i'm like you exist so i can exist and i exist so you can exist right this is how this works right. so um i know there's a, a teacher friend of ours and she like opened up her uh prodigy math app class to every single child that wanted to join i'm like great you can have both my kids and <laughs> i'll get them on the app but you're still there i don't have to be the one to go this is how the app works and this is how I do this and you know that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it, it, I, I love the it's taking a village um, and I'm really that's what I'm holding on to and I'm really grateful for my village because you're all here. Don't be surprised if you get a zoom call from my daughter asking you a question mm-hmm. um, <laughs> So um, and I really appreciate that you share that uh, Melanie from being say like an insider right so you have that that knowledge of, of really, from an EA's perspective and I'm not saying it's you know different than teachers but I I value it deeply my mom is a retired EA and the experiences that you have with children and 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 what you see your perspective is different and and I value it greatly so so thank you for that mm-hmm. um yeah I'm I'm grateful for having you here with us today and uh, um I was going to say, do you have any words of wisdom? But I think, I mean, if you have more to share, please do. But I really, I think that what you had shared about um, just experiencing life with your family in a way that feels calm and connected, I think that's really crucial right now. I think you nailed it. Kids, man, they are excellent mimics and terrible interpreters, and they are going to feel the energy and they're going to hear the words and figure out what they mean on their own, in their own way. Um, So if, if we are... If we are being the people we'd like them to be, then I think we'll all benefit, mm-hmm. personally. Anyway, so thank you. Absolutely. Mm.
1: Uh, no, I, I don't really have much more to say. I mean, I could talk and talk and talk, depending <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that I will say is, what, what we started since Gracie was a baby, well, all my kids were babies we started this thing called special time and it's one-on-one time or both parents with one child because Gracie, I mean, she, it was meltdown city when she was younger. So we really had to think about the other two and what they were going through and just give them some space. And because we were spending so much time dealing with meltdowns or going to doctor's appointments, whatever it may be. um, We wanted to make sure to give that time with her. And I always recommend that to any parents, special needs or not. Um, you know, Emma's gone to see the Nutcracker with her dad every single year for 15 years. Um, and then, you know, we've done a trip, a bus trip to New York, and they don't have to be big things. Sometimes we would go to the library with them. We'd go out for dinner. We'd go get an ice cream. Um, we would just have that one-on-one time, and I completely cherish that. And I think it's good to be able to open up those conversations with the siblings and how they're feeling and, um, you know, what they're going through.
0: I think that's brilliant. My husband and I, um, we call it date day and we, we just trade off kids, right? So this is, I get this one and then he gets that one and back and forth. Um, but I also recognize with my children, especially like when Addie is in a certain way, I'm like, I will find Dave and say, she needs you now because (laughs) Dave, Dave is, they are very similar in how they process their emotions. And I recognize that I'm not always the parent she needs um, and vice versa, right? So when we know that they're struggling you know, to be able to say, okay, it's date day and you're going to do something with daddy today and it becomes this thing where there's a lot of positivity, but yeah, you can take those opportunities to have those conversations and and like, how are you and what's going on? And however you frame it up for a kid so that they actually talk to you, Um and how Dave does it with Addie I have no idea um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's a really valuable tool and can and you know when Dave was working nights it's not it, it's not like they were super common but and this can be something at any point it could literally be you're at one end of the house with one kid and I'm at the other end of the house with the other kid mm-hmm. um, and and right mm-hmm. now, depending on the age of your children but I'm noticing that my kids you know they're together all the time all the time and now they like each other which is lovely, but not all the time. Right. So I have spoken to my mother-in-law and to Dave and I'm like, we really need to be the grown-ups here and, and, and recognize when there needs to be a preemptive diffusing, because it's not, they, they're entitled to private time and, and not have mm-hmm. to hang out with each other and not have to play with each other because mummy's busy or, or whatever. So to be able to, to grant them their own private space in a house where we're literally on top of each other um i think that's kind of important right now too so date days can yeah. still happen they're just not out in they're not at a restaurant or going to see a show <laughs> right that's so right. Yeah. <laughs> Also in the backyard or yeah, exactly um, i think dave was playing he was golfing with lucy in the living room and then addie was playing barbies with her grandmother in the other room and i'm like this is perfect right and nice. i was in the middle literally right here doing this so <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, does anybody have uh any comments questions um for the fabulous Melanie? I mean, I'm going to share all of the ways to connect with her. Um and if you uh, I'm cuz this is how it works, right? So if you know of anybody that maybe would benefit or be interested in some of the wealth of knowledge that she has to share, I think that would be fabulous. Um and yeah, and i'm i'm super grateful that you have been with us for uh, the week now um and sharing in our energy and um uh, and thank you and thank you for for showing up and being the voice for for so many that don't often have that capacity and and i think now these are challenging times and even for parents that you know if their child was special needs in any way but now being home 24/7 it shifts things <laughs> um it's nice to know that there are resources available
1: so thank, well, thank you. you you're welcome
0: <laughs> awesome thanks for tuning in hope you enjoyed the show join dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness